0: The Volume.
2: presented by AT&T connecting changes everything getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets real steel Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured, not obligations
1: of Navy Federal and may lose value.
3: Jenkins & Jones is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. Tons of reasons why I love betting the NFL on FanDuel Sportsbook. It's America's number one sportsbook. It's easy to use, it's fast, safe and secure, and it has fast payouts as quick as two hours. There's also so many bet types, including same-game parlay bets, live betting, player props, and futures. FanDuel is making it easy for everyone to bet this season with a bunch of promotions that they'll be sharing all season long on our podcast. If you've been listening along, you've heard a lot of those. There's risk-free bets and same-game parlay bets, enhanced odds markets, and more. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now and sign up with promo code J&J so they know we sent you. That's j ampersand j Disclaimer, must be 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See full terms and conditions at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It's Monday, January third, and uh, we have got more information for you today than you are going to know what to do with. Uh, lots of great <laughs> stuff to talk about, including historic back-to-back nights from Demar Derozan. As always, Jenkins and Jones, hosted by my good friends Lejetro Jenkins, aka John. What's that, Bubba's Dragonfly Jones, aka Tyler? Hey,
4: everybody, I have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year!
1: Hey, Happy- that voice fits perfectly to the shit we're talking about today on the yeah, pod. We bro.
4: nerded the fuck out. Bro. We nerded uh, the fuck out.
3: Uh, I'm Gardy B, uh, aka Mike. My- Wait, I did it backwards. Um, that's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, we are going to be joined by Lauren Chanel Allen for a uh, lengthy, in-depth conversation on NFTs, uh, the blockchain, crypto. If you are like me, someone who does not uh, enjoy people talking about those, I would tell you I think this is the interview for you, and I hope you listen to it. A lot of good uh, conversation around the optimistic future as well as the limits of that future and the technology that are going to get us there. But before we get to Lauren, we have to talk about uh, DeMar DeRozan, Compton High School making history with back-to-back game winners for, and I don't know if this is real or not, but someone on Twitter said, the first time in NBA history, <laughs> someone made back-to-back game winners. Uh, Tyler, what did this do for you emotionally to see DeMar? I mean, they were crazy fucking
4: shots, too. Yeah, they were fucking ridiculous shots, you know, first and foremost. But it's, you know, DeMar's been having a hell of a season. I, I don't think it's a hot take to say he's the best two guard in the, in the league this season. You know what I mean? I don't think he's the best two guard period, but I think he's the he's having the best season of any two guard in the in the league this year for sure.
1: I feel like, bro, can we put him in that MVP conversation?
4: Mm. You look at his
1: numbers, Chicago you look at what he's seed. shooting. You know he, what I'm he, saying? He, I mean you he, say he's he, the I best mean,
4: player on a on a one seed. That, that's that's usually me? the criteria. You, you feel know?
1: me? I mean, I mean, we yes, I I wouldn't say he's he's having a better season than Steph or or KD, right? I'm not saying he's a better, you know what I mean, better mm-hmm. player. But the best player doesn't always get the MVP. You know what I'm saying? He's the most important person on his team. I may, I, w- I would say maybe KD might be a little more important at this point. But I'm just saying, what he's doing is incredible. He deserves some MVP nods based upon what we've seen so far. He's been that good, and and the the the, the two game winning shots only just kind of stamps what we've already kind of been thinking but haven't been saying, you know? I think it's like an old head's like,
3: wet dream, too, because these are shot-making-ass shots, right? Yeah. I mean, these, <laughs> these are double off pump, one leg. off <sighs> one leg, falling out of bounds, over good defense, Bucket, like, crazy fucking I mean? shots, yes. <laughs> um, I think what what's especially... Sp- I don't, you know, and the MVP thing's interesting. I, it's January, you know what I mean? For so, sure,
1: but I'm just saying we talk. We've been talking about that two, two three weeks ago. Yeah, for sure. A month no, ago, we sure. motherfucker. Steph's the leading MVP now. KD's the leading MVP, motherfucker. We two months into the season. Let's continue that.
3: Yeah, for the sure. More well, no. in the conversation. You feel me? I think I want him in the conversation. Obviously, if I had a vote, I'd fucking vote for him just because <laughs> it's more Off interesting. The <Yeah>. Um, But yeah, I mean, I I just I I do feel like there's something here to be excited about where even people, you know, which I I think like us people who understand the basic analytics of where basketball has been headed with why three points are more valuable than two points, etc. I'm still excited to see someone who's doing this his way. That, you know, could have listened to people say you don't fit in the league, whatever, whatever, and just has remained himself has remained the best version of himself. And is kind of getting to see those flowers bloom from what he's planted over his entire career. I think that's really special. And I don't feel like that happens a ton in the league anymore.
1: This this whole season feels like a bitch. You thought, (laughs) you know, what I mean, you thought you thought you couldn't play this way. You know what I'm saying? You didn't want you. You thought I wasn't as valuable as I thought I was. You feel me? Best player on an on on a number one seed. You feel me? Yeah. I I I I love to see it, especially with Demar.
4: Yeah, Demar's definitely a dude who who I root for on like a personal level. So it's good to see him out there hooping for sure.
1: I see him at the Drew, bro. You don't even know he. Did, it's like Demar don't even know he Demar. You know what I mean? He is just such a guy. You know what I mean? And I just I just I I. I love to dude. I, 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 think, I think it's great to see him doing this.
3: DeMar buys the Compton High School basketball team, uh, which I cover, a new pair. Of, everyone on the team gets a new pair of shoes when the playoffs start. Um, he personally paid, because the school district wasn't doing it, to redo the floor and to put in air conditioning in their gym. Um, they're in the same league as all the Long Beach high schools. They're the only one that has air conditioning in the gym because DeMar DeRozan wanted them to have a better gym. So when they retired that man's number... Uh, which I got a chance to cover and catch up with him uh, because we covered him in high school. It's like uh, you would not have known that he was currently in the NBA as an all-star caliber player when that happened because everyone there knew him personally already, Uh, hundreds of people. And he did not come in. And with all due respect, he did not come in, you know, take a picture with the jersey up on the wall, shake a couple of hands and duck out. He was in there and I stayed in there just to watch it happening. He was in there for 2 hours Posted. after the ceremony was over to make sure that every kid who wanted a picture with him, everyone who wanted him to sign their fucking school folders cuz some of them just stayed after school and weren't prepared. He signed whatever, he took pictures with whoever. Um and you you don't you understand I'm not even casting aspersions on people who don't do that shit cuz it's not necessarily even the safest thing to do sometimes. But he was in there the whole time and uh, you know that's who the dude is. He's a special guy. I think that because he was in Toronto, which is, I think, literally as far away from Compton as you can get in in, in NBA, right? (laughs) right. I don't think we've necessarily seen his story told um, fully, but, you know, he's an incredible person. He's a great advocate um, for lupus uh, as well as for um, pancreatic cancer that his father uh, Frank, who's a legend in Compton, uh, passed away from, and I I couldn't be happier for him to have this success. And I'm sick as fuck that he's not on the Lakers.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> a discussion
4: for another,
3: another day. A discussion well, I, for I, another day.
1: Yes, for sure. But also, I think Demar isn't having the season he's having now if he's if he's on the Lakers. You know, he got that. He, you know, that leash is too long to, for him to be himself. And I love it. So, whatever's good for Demar is good for me. You feel me? I love it. I I just I'm a big fan.
3: All right, stay tuned for our interview with Lauren Chanel Allen. All right, we're very excited to welcome on our special guest for the week, Lauren Chanel Allen, better known as Michelle Hux on Twitter and Instagram. Viral um,
4: sensation.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> author, of the, author of the funniest tweet. Of 2021, actually, which let me which just, let me throw that up. My I laughed honestly for like two straight minutes. Being brilliant has not gotten me far enough. Next year, I will focus on being beautiful. We'll report <laughs> back. Oh, dog. That was a heater.
1: Didn't get enough love as love as much love as it should have gotten. It should have been.
5: The hit the impacted communities. you okay, know, okay, so okay, Williams, okay, okay. But not quite beautiful people. <laughs> but, but, so today I got the edges <laughs> intact, okay? <I> my,
4: <laughs> because <laughs> what
5: I will do is be be brilliant and ugly. That's what I'm this Leaving that in 2020? You know what I mean? 20,
1: 2021. Okay. Check <laughs> right. your girl out. Okay. <laughs> right. you feel I mean? So
3: Lauren is a perfect guest to have on to talk about this subject. John has been super into researching and learning more about NFTs this week. And we have the anti-white tech bro NFT evangelist (laughs) Lauren on to actually talk about real information behind this without selling a dream of, we're going to
1: take down the Fed tomorrow by <laughs> doing this stuff. This, so. this motherfucker, Mike, bro, he called me an anti-vaxxer. You know what I mean? I did not call you. I did
2: not
4: call you an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> he hey, hey, he hey, hey Tyler.
1: I did hey, not call she you was an either. anti-vaxxer. She got hit in the, in the group chat. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, I was like, I've <laughs> never damn. had a fallout like that before. John, that is not smart. And it is a bad analogy. Oh <laughs> my like, damn, my niggas! I, listen, let's, I sh- I, so listen, let's not I, gatekeep the information. That's all I sh- I'm saying. That's all I sh- I'm here for.
3: And <laughs> right. I, sh- I share. I share with Lauren before you guys hopped on that because of my friends and the impact that some of this stuff has had on them. I'm wary of John's. John's argument has been. You spread information, let people make the decision. Not for themselves, misinformation, information. Which is why I'm very happy we have Lorna. My point was you can't spread information in a vacuum. And there is no doubt, and maybe this is a good starting point, that there are white tech bro NFT evangelists who benefit from an inflated, temporary interest in the financial side of this who are going to be fucking thrilled that we are talking about this subject to a black audience. That's a separate conversation from the artistic and technological value of NFTs, but it is to me a real world conversation. So you seem to be perfectly positioned to actually talk about all sides of
5: this, Lauren, and I will shut
3: up and turn the microphone over to you.
5: (laughs) I mean, like, I I think that's a great, great intro. I I appreciate, I appreciate any conversation around NFTs that's that start with that really important like climate, um, like, intro (laughs) um because it's true like i can't just come on here and say okay so nfts non-fungible tokens but that we can't start there we have to start with there's this thing happening and people are are creating wealth out of nowhere that's what got me interested i i I did not care about nfts or crypto until i i realized people are just getting rich off it and then until i realized it was was people who were white (laughs) and i was like historically i should be a concern <laughs> that's how I <laughs> I'm like, let me get involved and see what the fuck is going on here because i'm like i can't let us miss out that's that's truly the, the intro i had into it so that's where i'm coming from that's the bias um and then i'll say nfts and crypto uh, uh blockchain um technology all this stuff is a it's, it's called it's called web three so web 2 as we we now understand it is like twitter.com instagram.com google.com web 3 is supposed to be a decentralized internet experience where the people own everything right this is again i i'm i'm very intentional about about saying supposed to be okay because one thing too is that i do not think web 3 is at its, its place yet where it's this great thing that's going to change everything. So then the, the next thing I always like to explain is that NFTs, like, all crypto art is NFTs. All NFTs are not crypto art. Yes. I have z- almost zero interest in crypto art. It all looks terrible to me. I'm sorry, I'm getting in trouble for saying this because I work at an NFT platform. But, <laughs> but crypto art to me, has it, it don't hit. Like I see it and I'm like, cool for you. And whoever wants it. But I don't get it. NFTs are what has my interest. NFTs are a thing that, and this is where I slightly s- s- sound a, as though it's a, a supporter of NFTs, if you will, but yeah. NFTs can be, be so many things that interest me. For example, you can have an NFT project that can be anything. And the one I like to, to always talk about is Astroheads. Astroheads is basically the Pokemon of NFTs you get these characters and they have traits and they have like abilities and you can like, use them in a game. That game hasn't been built yet. So again, I, it's everything about NFTs is speculative. And I don't only mean that in terms of it's, it's value. Like there are people who, who, who purchase pictures of apes for ridiculous amounts of money. And again, to me, I don't get that. I think they are capitalizing off of, off of FOMO. Um, people are just like, okay, this thing's happening, and I want to have one and have it as an avatar. I guess, okay. But NFT projects, I think, are the future. And and the the one thing I'll I'll add before you know opening up to like more discussion time, I'm not just talking I'm talking is NFTs are also a key to DAOs. DAO is a D A O, mm-hmm. Decentral, a decentralized decentralized autonomous organization. There we go. Mm-hmm. And and the whole idea of, of a DAO is that the people who are invested in it also have the power over it. So imagine if Instagram was a DAO, clearly it's not, but if it was everybody who has an Instagram account could could say, Hey, for bring back chronological feeds and they mm-hmm. would have to, because okay. that's who, who owns it as who controls it. Mm-hmm. There isn't a Jack on Twitter. There isn't a whoever runs Instagram. Oh, Mark, I guess now is the owner of Instagram. <laughs> yep. There isn't one person, you know what I mean? Who's like, I hope he, he understands how we y- use this app and, they don't, so yeah, I'll start with that <laughs> can
1: you can you talk about the metaverse a little bit because I think like how that I'm wondering like how like nfts and all that connects with that as well, and yes. I've been doing some research and it seems like I, you know I, I, when I hear about the metaverse at first I was thinking of like looking at like you know, it'll be a bunch of Dungeons and Dragons niggas on that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and, that, <laughs> you know, but but not I, I just, I just, as I did more research, it, it became more real to me. And I, under, I got some understanding. But I would like for you to like kind of like, you know, break it down a little
5: bit for well, somebody well, I'm like actually myself in, in what you, what you, your understanding of it is for first, if you don't mind. The like, metaverse to me is like. We talk
1: about the multiverse, different dimensions, different universes within the multiverse. The metaverse is like a different, you know, a, another universe. But I think it's like the internet version. Okay. You know perfect. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like our lives, but how we live them, uh, you know, I guess digitally.
5: Yeah. There you go. Okay. okay so that's perfect. I... Oh, I love talking about the metaverse. <laughs> I'm trying to trying to figure out how I can like just, just be specific and not go all out. But yeah. the way I always like to 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 start with the idea of the metaverse is is video g- games because mm-hmm. I feel like it's always the easiest entry because it's kind of the most common uh the it's the most common entry into the the metaverse. So for instance, I would assume you guys all play 2K or have played 2K. Yeah, for sure. This is the sports pod, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm But um, okay, so, so in, in 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 2K, if you play my player, you can um, start out. You don't have anything. You can't play very well. Your ge- gear's awful. You know, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. You work your way up. You have an apartment. You, you can get a skateboard if you want. You, uh, uh, you can get Jordans. You can get all these things, and they exist in the game. In the m- metaverse, all those things would have actual value and be able to be taken anywhere you want because you own it. So, for instance, in the r- the real world, if I put on a hat, the hat's gonna go anywhere I go, right? Or or or, or anywhere I want it to go. In 2K, I can't take the 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 Jordans I, I buy and have them on in, 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 in in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Yeah. Right. In the, in the future, the metaverse, it means everything digitally is linked. Oh, wow. wow. It's one big metaverse, which is why I hate that Facebook changed their name to meta because A, a, we aren't there, and B, they are the last company I think should be in charge of the metaverse <laughs> for obvious reasons.
4: Way,
3: yeah, you don't think they've been <laughs> handling, uh, controlling the world's flow of information well? <laughs> Listen, and so
5: this is a perfect comparison, though, to crypto. Of course, crypto has terrible, scammy people because it's the same people who were in Web 2.0 trying to get into Web 3. Now, the reason I like Web 3 is because there are, there are these altruistic, optimistic people who, who truly want to de- decentralize everything. Twitter should not control everything. Facebook should not control everything, et cetera. Um, but there's also, of course, the people who are trying to take over that because they understand the power it's going to have. And that scares me a little bit,
4: a lot of it. So Lauren, I've got, I think I have a pretty basic understanding of what NFTs are. Okay. And I'm going to lay it out for you. I want you to tell me how on point or how off base I am with this, okay? <laughs> so my understanding of NFTs are an NFT is kind of a stamp of authenticity by the creator of a digital intellectual property. And this is kind of a movement to kind of monetize the shift that our world has been making from a print world to a digital world. Is that kind of a fair assessment here?
5: Yes, I would say so. Um, uh, The word monetize is hard because it is still true. But again, everything I say is always that we aren't we aren't there yet. That's a really big key to me. So it's like I'll tell people all the time. You know, having NFT is amazing because the idea of an NFT to come back just a bit. An NFT is a digital asset on the blockchain. The blockchain is a transparent digital ledger, and I know everybody hates these words. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. An <laughs> NFT on the blockchain is a transparent bank account. It's saying. Okay. I paid, no, as it's saying, I created this thing at 928 AM on January 2nd, 2021. Boom. And then on January 3rd, it was purchased by this point, this person. Mm-hmm. So our, right, you know what's a really good comparison? Venmo, how you can see everybody's transactions, right? Right, right, right. Yeah,
1: right, right that's right. the
5: blockchain. The blockchain is the is the Venmo activity tab right so it keeps and track so, of
1: everything that's in, being done like the sales who created it all of that you know how much was all paid you know mm-hmm. okay 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 so
5: cool. i think that's a really, really the, the, that foundation is the most important part of nfts everything else is happening right now is it's is is everybody trying to put it into action and think we get paid off of it but that is the key is that for instance i go i go viral a lot on twitter <laughs>
2: And that was before she had the
3: dogs on camera. You right, know what right. I mean? And it's about to
5: go supernova.
2: <laughs> go viral sometimes or whatever. You know?
5: And I don't really get anything out of that. You know what I mean? Like, like, I'm not paid. I'm not, I don't often get a ton of uh, new f- followers because of it. But if it was on the blockchain, you know. The idea, again, this is not reality yet. The idea is everybody would see I created this here, and here's everybody who used it after me, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, in in the in the in the future, the hope is our digital engagement, such as retweets, likes, shares, will have a a financial component to it
1: okay okay you know? wow, so, wow.
5: And, and, we, and we aren't so there. tyler
1: I, I, will be rich you will be rich too I
5: Rich. filthy bro <laughs> like yeah that's <laughs> the idea for me
4: so 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 the blockchain you know basically to kind of blow it down it is a an, an open world transparent transaction history
5: perfect yes
4: gotcha yeah. okay
3: so you have a um on your website uh com. you have a really great simple page called NFTs a starting point um and of all of the links that were flying around in the group chat back and forth by far I thought the the best thing I'd read about it in part because um as you mentioned even though you work for an NFT platform you are not a, a you know blinders on evangelist of this and and you acknowledge The difference between goals and reality, where you're hoping things will go and where they are yet. And one of the things you talked about is decentralization. And at the end of that, I I really appreciate you talk about the problem with centralization that you were just discussing that, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. we, We have all contributed in some way, Lauren, you and Tyler have contributed in an enormous way to Twitter's net worth, and you don't get a cut of that, right? Um, Say that again. Say that again. <laughs> yeah, people for, for, <laughs> for real. Well, but you know what? But this is something we Okay. No, but genuinely, that's true. And I've talked, we've talked about this on the podcast. I had a Twitter account because I had to for work and I was not on it. And then I followed Tyler and now I have a 10 hour a week Twitter addiction and have for 10 years plus. Right. Like Congrats. Twitter has made however much money off of selling ads to me and they have not given any of that money to Tyler. So mm-hmm. one of the goals of decentralization is a more just distribution of where the funds generated are going to, um, you acknowledge on your, your starting point page, um, that, you know, that hasn't happened yet. And we're not at that point yet. I love from a philosophical perspective, those goals of decentralization. Um, but I, I am a full on cynical person generally, and the, the path that will go from where we are now to that world, I don't personally know what that looks like. You are much smarter about this if you're much more educated about this stuff than I am. What do you think that would look like? And, and how much, aside from the philosophical optimism, how much sort of like real world hope do you have for 10 years from now, we have you back on the podcast and we're talking about a very different Web3 world as far as social media and creators and everything?
5: That's tough. That is, it's a great, it's a great, that's the big question. It honestly is like, it's like, okay, this is all a great idea. <laughs> How do we make it happen? Um,
3: well, and let, me, and let me just add really quick, cause that, that's not an entirely fair question. I'm not suggesting that the technology is not worthwhile if it does not solve institutional racism, et cetera, in America, because otherwise we would never do anything. Nothing right? is going to solve all <laughs> the problems we have. If it moves us 10% towards Tyler getting paid for the money that Jack Dorsey is generating from his content—that's a huge movement. I'm just asking about even moving at the one percent, five percent, ten percent. What you think so that I would think, look
5: like? I think a great um, example of the direction it's going and where it, it could be in ten years and should be is what actually just happened uh, a month-ish ago with ENS. Do you guys know what ENS is? is. Yeah. So ENS is the Ethereum Name service. I hope that's the right uh, acronym, but it's something like that. <laughs> it's, it's you know how, how the, on Twitter you'll see um um you'll see Michellehugs.eth. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
5: Are, 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 the, are the ENS names. And so uh-huh. anybody who purchased an EN, ENS name, so blank blank mm-hmm. um were then airdropped coins. So I, I get so excited. So I to, to start over here because it's really cool. So let me start over. ENS. <laughs> <E&S. laughs> this is the coolest thing that's happened. I'm not over yet. Okay. ENS uh-huh. is like Cash App. Mm-hmm. Let's say you can have a Cash App handle, right? It's a dollar s- 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 sign, yep. whatever. At me, pay me some money. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> Michelle, <that's> actually <laughs> really important. <thinking> <laughs> <laughs> but so yes <laughs> also has that so i have i have i have i have michellehux.e cool yeah. strictly because i have a handle only because i had a handle there's just nothing else i did ens re- rewarded me with coins uh-huh. i got like 100 coins or something like that i forget how many coins i got it ended up being worth over over five thousand dollars is this a, what what, coin, what coins were these ENS, ENS create their own coin called. Okay, E&S.
1: so it's not Ethereum, it's not you know Bitcoin, oh. it's a totally different. It's not Doge, it's a totally okay. It's,
5: again, it's like if Cash App said everybody has a handle, here's some Cash App tokens, and these tokens okay, okay. have have value. That's all, and that to me is the future of of Web three, where these platforms, Instagram, Twitter, in the future, understand the value of their their users and are going to mm. give them actual financial compensation for just being part of it. And okay. that's a very simple example, but to me, it's the best one because I, I wasn't expecting it. I, I didn't know it was happening. I got a, dot, 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 a dot .eth address because I was told, hey, try, uh, try it out. I was like, sure, I'll try it out, whatever. And yeah. then I think a, a year after that, it, it wasn't like overnight, but a year after that, this airdrop happened and everybody's like, what the fuck? You can do this? Like, is this <laughs> league? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, because because these platforms have so much m- money, and it's just um, that, I don't know if I'm explaining it well, but like, to me, that's the future, is that in Web3, the users are valuable. You know, on Twitter, I don't feel valuable. Instagram, I don't feel valuable.
1: On Twitter, they do something called super follower. They allow you to be a super follower, and you can get paid by your followers. But Twitter's mm-hmm. still making a ton of money, and they're not paying the people who are growing the platform like you exactly. know what i'm saying you and tyler or whatnot you feel me um, and you so john and you being very <laughs> modest john's no, 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 very I'm, modest. I'm, I'm saying though you know i don't be on twitter like i used to either too yeah. i mean I, I get on there you know if, uh, so I'm, I'm i'm honestly maybe two years ago you feel me a year ago but still i'm an old man now
5: you know even, what i mean even with twitter <laughs> uh super follows i'm still and this is and this is It's not what everybody thinks but and, uh, and tyler tyler do you have access to that yet
4: no, nah. I mean, I'm sure I probably could do it, but I w- I don't think I would. Oh, and, for and so the reason yeah. is,
5: is what is what I'm about to say. The reason I don't like this super follow idea and stuff is like, I'm not, I personally, I'm not trying to take my money from my community. Yes. I want to be getting money. Yes, exactly. And that's what 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 three is to me, where it's like these powerful places understand that I bring value to the platform and that they're. Rewarding me for that, like I don't want y- you guys paying me. I want r- rich white people to pay me. That uh, facts. <laughs> exactly I, I, that.
1: I, I'm wondering, like, I, the things that I think are really interesting about that I've researched, like, or or listen to podcasts or whatever, is like, you know, when it comes to like smart contracts, hmm. where you know, say, so blue to gray, um. I, he's an actual artist. So he's not just making fucking apes that look like basic ass fucking clip art. You know what I mean? He's an actual artist that you know, you know, grew I mean, was 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 broke for a while on that artist grind. Now it's making good money and things like that. Might sell his art for like ten, ten, five, ten, maybe fifteen k. Recently, just sold a, a piece on um, uh, as NFT, um, one of a kind, and it went for like fifty some thousand. Nice. What I really love about that is a dude that probably bought that shit was probably one of the rich white guys we we're talking about, and he was gonna flip that motherfucker for much more. But because of the smart contract and written in the programming, there will be you know like blue to gray has to get some of that money as it's flipped by rich people who are using his work to flex on other rich people. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And so like, these are the things with that. I feel like, I don't know if digital art is like you said, we talked about this on the phone and you were saying, it's like the least most interesting part of NFTs to you. Mm -hmm. It might not be it. And you know what I'm saying? I thought I like it for creators, but it might not be it as far as a rich get rich game. But the concepts to me, Are what's what's powerful and important. We have a lot of artist friends who sell their shit to rich white people, you know what I'm saying, for like 4K. And then that person sells that motherfucker for 10K or 15K, and they never see any of that money, you know what I'm saying, afterwards when they're the creator, you know what I mean? So I think like the concepts are beautiful, you know? Yeah, it's,
5: it's like smart contracts, the idea behind them is even after the first trans- tr- transaction I purchase X from this person, if that person wants to raise salad, I can put it in the contract. Okay, cool. I get 15% or whatever it is. Right. Um, and again, it's the idea that the creator should constantly benefit from their creation. Something else I I really enjoy about this idea of smart contracts is, is creators, do, creators in the future what we won't have to do what we do, which is try to appeal to everybody and hope I get 10 percent of that to invest in me. Mm-hmm. You all you need is that one person who understands the value of what you're creating to say, you know what? This is is worth however much, because that's what's happened with apes. Kind of to mm-hmm. me, I would never spend over a dollar. I always spend a dime on that shit. Honestly. Not a dime, yeah, okay? yeah. But there is one person out there. Who says, you know what, to me, that's worth this. It's it's and, and I think it creates it creates a, a more intimate um relationship between the creator and the, the purchaser or whoever. Again, in theory, in the future. I don't think we're here right now. It's possibly a it's possibly heading in a different direction. But I'll also say the NFT space and the crypto space are very, very different. So like mm-hmm. the crypto space is like um a, a whole uh, Buy the the dip, you know, like stonks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, right. I don't want any of that, that stuff really. Like, <laughs> I dabble, but like I'm I, I, I can't be like, oh, you should uh get uh th- this coin and do I don't know that stuff. And those people are very scammy to me. Those they, anybody no, they is- are, they yeah. are. You know, right? it's not it's not just you, and I know that stuff p- pretty well. And that that's,
3: that's that's what I think they are different. You're absolutely right, they're different, obviously, but I do see similarities, and that was sort of what I was gonna ask, is Like Bitcoin, the idea of decentralizing from World Bank, from the Fed, from, you know, returning financial power more so to individual people, there's an obvious philosophical appeal of that. Um, However, there's also, you know, that you run into the way things apply in the real world. And, you know, I think a thousand people own about half of Bitcoin and it is a pump and dump scam of I'm going to say something. About uh, wow, hey, Bitcoin just signed a new deal with I forget what country in South America is going to yeah. use it as a currency. Mm-hmm. Great, the value goes up. These people can then sell at a high rate. People they don't because it's they don't have to disclose that they sold it. They can then do a press conference and say we're actually having some real trouble with the technology that's that's underlying the Bitcoin. The value plummets. Real world people right lose their money. Mm-hmm. The people then can say okay, I cashed out at a hundred. So I made a million dollars. Now the the value went down to fifty. I'm gonna buy twice as much as I just owned with the million dollars that I made. Like that that's the that's where I run into the sort of my own cynicism, I guess. About at the we've been saying the rich white people. We can say the rich white people. We could say Twitter, the market cap. Mm-hmm. You could say whatever you want to say. Those people still have all the money. <laughs> yes, very true. Very and true. so my cynicism and life experience to some extent just makes me feel like they're not going to give that up because we've created an interesting new technology.
5: That's a fantastic point. It really is. Um, I had a cool exchange on crypto where I bought, I bought a coin at like half a cent, if that, or whatever. And I I put in like $100 and, I, and at the end of the week I had like 800 bucks, And I was like, oh, I get it this is how you scam people. I was like, I was like, no, I, I get it now because it's like, if you have m- money, you can get m- more m- money. I don't right. like that. Like, the, that is not okay. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like had I put in a, mem- a million, I would have had...
1: You would had 800 whatever. million, whatever. 800 right, 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 right. Don't like, even talk about that. That's just, you know?
5: So it's just like, okay, I get well, it. Well, and, and, that, and that
3: was the, what I would say is sort of the trap that I I'm, I mentioned before. I have a lot of friends who don't look like me, who got 3,000 bucks, 2,000 bucks off a stimulus check. They're seeing people, Mm -hmm. and I would say this I mentioned this to John. They're seeing people like John, who are maybe more educated people, who are more people who are up on trends and stuff like that, talking about oh, I'm doing this with crypto. Not that, John, you were specifically doing it. I didn't do a it. thing with crypto. But, but yeah, no, I, I know, but they're seeing like exactly people saying, that though. are sort of like... I know like
1: exactly what you're speaking to. Thought I, leaders, I get right? Yeah,
3: for sure. They're seeing people that have moved <laughs> into Long... But they're <laughs> seeing people that have moved into Long Beach, not the people who grew up in Long Beach. Does yes. that make sense? Okay. They're seeing those people saying, okay, I made this money off crypto, and they are the ones being pumped and dumped. They are the ones going, I got 2,000 bucks, I'm buying in, it's 100, but look, it went from 50 to 100 over the last month. So if it goes from 100 to 200... My right, and then instead it, it goes the other way because they're being—I'm not going to say scam, manipulated scams, but they're yes. being manipulated, a hundred percent. And so I that's the be- yeah, that's my
5: yeah thing. And I think I think that's why <laughs> on on my on my the website on 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 any Twitter th- th- thread I do, and any conversation I have, I always started with with NFTs. It's not crypto because. You know, like I, like the crypto world. I, I, I don't do it. I, I'm not. I'm not that person. I don't have any peace in it. I'm, the only insight I have is people are being scammed. I don't like it. Right. <laughs> like, you know I mean? It's so real. Like, and so I, I, really, really do try to to create a, a divide because here's because although all that is true, it is it it is very cool the idea of cryptocurrency with NFTs. And again, I'll use the the ENS um, example because. For free, I got like 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 five thousand dollars. I didn't touch it, and it kept increasing. If I was paid five k, it wouldn't be increasing. I mean, like I would have five k, which is great, you know. Right,
1: like, right, right, like, right. I
5: think that it, like how crypto can grow and fall is is still intriguing to me as a cryptocurrency, a currency t- to buy NFTs, crypto as a stock, as an investment. I, I don't, I don't, I can't co-sign. You don't fuck
3: fuck with that side of it. I don't fuck with it. it, You know what I mean? Like
5: I, I don't, but, but because our, our, our lives are increasingly digital. And I studied in grad school that the experiences we have in our, our digital spaces, physiologically mirror our experiences in the real world. For example, if you're at a party and you get rejected. How that feels is, is the is same in your body, in your brain, as being blocked on Twitter. You know what I mean? And so I, I guess as a person who really understands and appreciates that our our whole world is increasingly... Digital and our currencies are too. And the US dollar ain't all that stable to begin with. If you want to get into that,
1: yeah, people um, be making decisions with the US yeah, dollar just, that might not benefit us, but benefit certain sects of people as well. I'm the just the thought I'm, behind cryptocurrency is interesting. Uh, it hasn't, it been, hasn't been, we're not there yet. You know what I mean? Not
5: there yet. And but, but I, but I guess uh, I want to highlight going back to the idea of the metaverse, right? I play I play Grand Theft Auto a lot still. I love it, whatever. Um I have all these cool cars and shit, right? And I have a, I have a house like in the hills and it has art in there and it has I have a dog in the game. Like those things are going to increasingly become more important to us. they are. It's like people get their accounts suspended on Twitter and lo- lo- lose all connection to their friends because most of the time, don't have each other's email and phone number yeah, you're We're right, Twitter right. Friends. it's real it's, it's it's a real ass connection but right. it's not it doesn't go off that platform and so the idea of these de- decentralized sensations that everything that happens online you own mm-hmm. you know it's like twitter can't take it from me like i'm still have these connections and again i have to keep saying we aren't there yet but that's what i i hope keeps happening i hope we get to because I live online. I, I prefer being online. I'm an introvert. I you mean, know, like, I don't, I don't want to be in people's spaces. I don't want to be there. <laughs> you know. but stinking. You know, so, <laughs> I met John and Tyler online a couple years ago, and it was, it was, it was real to me. It was like we were mm-hmm. friends, and so sure. you know, and then we talked on the phone before, and then we met up in person, and it's like all that happened because we that. We valued our digital connection. It wasn't like, right. well, close the laptop. I don't know about him anymore. You know, oh, right.
1: <laughs> this podcast wouldn't exist without those digital connections.
3: That's what Mike said, yeah. we exactly.
1: all met through the this." You know well, what I'm saying? And, so, and, we,
3: we, and we've also talked with like Zach Fox and several other creators about how uncomfortable they are that their careers and relationships have happened, as have our relationships and to this podcast extent, careers on a privately owned. Website yeah. <laughs> that, that, is traded, that is traded that I shouldn't say private publicly owned right like traded people have made a ton of money off it we are tangentially those people in that we figured out how to make money from creating the podcast or whatever but we're not sure. making the money generated from Twitter we're not participating in a trillion dollar market cap you know that <laughs> that uh-huh. now, yeah anyway so but that but that is like that's the conflict I see your point about the optimism on the digital space because that already happened. Yeah, that like that's already the case. Like Dan Bongino is controlling what forty percent of America thinks because he owns Facebook, like Maybe. because he owns the news feed that's on so Facebook. Crazy. Yeah, but like, but that are, and you're so right that that already happened. So it's uh, I, it's understandable to want or certainly to need. Mm-hmm. Something to follow it in terms of how that stuff is regulated and commodified.
1: Mm-hmm. And you, you were talking about Mark and how like we hope Mark understands how we interact on here, right? Mm-hmm. I was, I, I, I quoted uh, Chris Crack on a, on, a, on one of my posts. Um, um, it was like, uh, black don't crack unless you cooning. I'm a nigga. I can say that shit, right? Mm-hmm. But my shit was taken down because somebody complained about it, right? Mm-hmm. because these algorithms don't understand that niggas talk like niggas and niggas can talk like niggas. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> Same thing with it's Twitter funny. when I, my shit was blocked. You feel what I'm saying? And so, like, I- I've built up a certain following. It's helped me actually get paid. You know what I mean? I'm getting paid the way I'm getting paid now because of what I've done on Twitter. If there's motherfuckers with that own, that, that's created these algorithms that don't understand that niggas talk like niggas and niggas can say shit that other people can't say and it's not disrespectful and mm-hmm. take my shit from me, in the metaverse, that doesn't happen. You know, so here's a good point. It doesn't yeah. happen
5: if, if where it's connected. Right? Okay. Yeah, if yeah. wait, it doesn't happen if, and this is, this is this is part of the reason why I'm actually currently learning to code. We need non-white programmers. Yes. Because algorithms and everything it has it has it has bias, and I hate when people are like, "It's a computer; it can't have bias." Like, we need to be the people coding this shit. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
5: that scares me because that's not. I don't see a current a current wave, you know, of of people like us coding and and Afro the, the, tech is stuff like that are trying to push it, but it's right not,
1: up. you know, growing. We need as, that. Yeah, we yeah. That. That. The the way. analogy that I heard and
3: um is why we've got my wife and I've got our kids. You know, that coding is something that we're looking at for them is that. Learning to code now is like learning to read after the printing press was invented, right? Like that, not knowing how to code is going to make you functionally illiterate in like thirty Seriously, years. Seriously, I and really t- that. Yeah, and so I, it is. It is important, but my kid uh, is learning cursive right now in fourth in third grade, which is like probably not as valuable. Uh, <laughs> I
4: thought right. they stopped
3: teaching that I shit
4: because nobody nobody, nobody that uses that chip. shit.
1: You gonna type in you gonna type in cursive? Is that gonna make it a, like? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's that's
3: that's and, extremely I'll, I'll, odd. I hope like I'm pretty minute. sure his third grade teacher does not listen to the pod. Hopefully not.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so you have interesting comments on my teaching style, I heard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Gonabasio, can I can I speak to you after class, please?
5: <laughs> but, but um this speaks to to the idea of of centralization and decentralization. Also, I'll add, you know, on like Instagram and stuff, and this cracks me up, but the, this is the climate you know hairstylists often often book clients through Instagram. they message you on there so when instagram went down like whenever it was uh last year people lost clients appointments mm-hmm. they couldn't contact oh, any of wow. their teams because okay. their home business is on a centralized platform mm-hmm. and again that's the idea where i'm like Yeah, that's not good. You know, like decentralization is, is the way I don't know how we get there, but I am thankful that there are people much smarter than me trying to figure it out.
4: (laughs) All right. I I got, I got, I got a basic ask question here. Um, are the are the values of NFTs volatile or are they like set? Like like what I'm asking is say you buy one of those little weak ass eight avies for like four stacks, right? Will you wake up one morning and it's at twenty five hundred or is it always gonna be four thousand? And if you can't flip it, then you shit out of luck. Is that no you see what I'm saying? No it's only
3: worth the, the, anything, and this is true of all speculative assets, whether it's an NFT or whether it's the Honus Wagner card. It's only worth what someone's going to pay for
1: it. Yep. If you find mm-hmm. somebody to pay 4K for it, it's worth 4K. Right. And so that's, yep.
3: that's why, you know, the conversation John and I first started having when he was just talking more so about the art on NFTs. And I was saying, look, this is the definition of a speculative asset bubble. And it's nothing mm-hmm. pro or con about the art, but there is absolutely an inflated demand for it right now. Yes. and you know maybe that creates a new market and things continue I to run like, I don't I don't think it's right I don't think currently happening is is, is sustainable yeah. and I think bad. that yeah. and I think that like the apes like there will be as there are with every speculative asset bubble including trading cards the Honus Wagner card is still worth a lot but there are a billion times more. Trading cards that moms and grandmas bought for their kids to be their retirement plan or their college plan. I made the joke in the group chat. I have four copies of X-Men number one that my grandma bought me, right? I Mm -hmm. got the
1: copy where Superman died because I thought that was, you know what I'm saying? And that was
3: being sold sold to people. And that is still being sold. Now, there are still comic books that you can buy that are very valuable. But the bubble popped in the 90s, right? And the bubble popped on internet stocks in the 2000, and the bubble popped on the stuff people were doing with real estate. The bubble popped, as I talked about on the du- the Dutch tulip mania in the 1630s. Like spe- like asset bubbles reference. pop. <laughs> asset bubbles pop. They pop every time, and it's like it is a you know, in economics it's a documented five-step thing. I think the only argument on the NFT asset bubble is are we in three or four on The elation, ecstasy rise, or are we moving into the profit-taking? And I don't know because the people who own this
5: stuff are either taking the profits now or they're not. But, But yeah. I I would say the projects that interest me in the NFT space are ones that have two things. They have community and they have utility. Mm -hmm. Those two things, to me, aren't speculative. You know, it's like if you have a group of people who, who who are invested in this one thing, that's gonna keep 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 growing because humans are humans, you know, like that's what we do. And then if you have utility, which is I think the important part of the eth- Ethereum uh network and everything, um, it's gonna also keep being that keeping valuable. Um <clears throat> The projects that also are transparent and say X amount of tokens are going to the people, and X is to marketing and this and that. Mm-hmm. Also, I appreciate you know, but but the ape stuff and the crypto art and, and I, I I don't know how to tell. I'm like I, how you ask. I'm just like I, I don't know how that that works. It's like if person interested, it goes up, and then at some point, tick tock, tick, tock, it won't be worth it. No. Yeah. I think
1: when it came to like the digital art, the way I look at it is more from creators because I have. I, that's the space that I exist in. You know, most of my friends are like creative people, you know what I'm saying? Or in that space. So I was at the opportunity for creators to, you know what I'm saying? Make, potentially make money from the platform, the communities they built, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, as they, as the, the projects continue to get worth more, like with the smart contracts, they continue to make money. So that's how, that's, that's the aspect I was coming from. Also, like I like the concepts as well, you know? And I think, Mike was looking at it as an investor. I didn't even... I'm not... Say, I, I never thought, well, that's like, what's, buy that, that
3: is what's driving... I mean, and, and I'm just talking about talking to... Seeing a lot of regular people on my timeline. Yeah. That is what's drawing people in. Is the...
5: Oh, I the, could the buy one of these quick. for $20 yeah, and it right, could be worth right, $2,000. Right. That's $2, what right. I will right. always tell people. That's not the move, at least right now. And, right. I, and I
1: was never going to say, make that move. Yeah. I, this was more for, like, yo, here's information. Do what you want with it. But I was speaking from a space... the The, the side of a creator. I think it's what what mike was saying as far as like bitcoin being shady, you know what i'm saying? Mm-hmm. uh, uh 1000 people own 40% of it and i think like bit with bitcoin they're never going to make any more bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Okay. how much money is the, how much bitcoin is, is is made is the only amount that'll be made. they'll never change that. so that'll never fluctuate. you know what i'm saying? but well but uh, they could
3: decide to change it whenever that that's they could. my that's my they point could. and that's where decentralization i think is a great goal but it's it, it's so delicate as to how you get there. Because like we talk about how the Fed has made decisions that benefit white people, you know, like a a, a, a million percent, right? Like, but the Fed is also has to issue press releases and hold a press conference every time they make a decision. Mm -hmm. I can I can go on the Wall Street Journal right now with a glossary and the ability to Google a shitload of words I'm not going to understand and read about what the Fed chairman is going to do this week, like. He is tracked in the financial
1: world the same way the president is tracked, right? And they might lie to you in that shit, but they had to lie to you. You know but what I mean? They had to get on and, there and record it and lie to you. But, and I'm but, say- but and saying
3: I- interest rates are going up, like just as a for example, I didn't know shit about money until like basically until we started the Patreon for the podcast, as you guys know. And I had enough money to where, oh, I should learn something so that I don't go through what. Some other family members of mine went through.
1: Motherfucker, you was copping everything. No,
3: that nigga.
4: <laughs> no, Mike, <laughs> Mike was Old, big ultra Africa Africa the
1: World. <laughs> big TV, nigga. PS Five. <laughs> Fuck you, thought, nigga. You know what I'm saying, broke boy. You know what
3: I mean. <laughs> but but I learned enough that when I saw, okay, because of the pandemic, they're lowering interest rates. I went to our mortgage guy and I said, I want to refinance a house, and we lowered our monthly payment on our mortgage by three hundred dollars. And now I went to a bunch of friends of mine who I know don't know fucking shit about. Money, but who owns some little piece of long Beach or whatever, and I said, let's go refinance let's get some money out of this shit, so you know what I'm like so that's always my thing is the the difference between learning to work within the system from the cynical perspective now, which is not how I felt ten years ago of I can't do shit about shit except mm-hmm. trying to take care of my family versus how do we decentralize things to where it's a more just world for my kids to grow up in um, that's a
5: great point I think' it's, it's almost like a great summary um, if, you, if you will, um, about the the NFT space and kind of crypto, like I said, I don't really do crypto but the NFT space, which is currently present day. It is a great thing to be involved in if you're interested in like decentralizing in the, the future. How do we do it? How do we figure it out? I'm not convinced a single person, and I have a ton of friends who are creators, artists, everything. I've never been like, you should create an NFT. That's how you're going to make your money. Right, 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 right. right For sure, for sure. But I think think it's important to understand it because I feel like it's going to be a quick shift between what is this and crap, I missed out. Right, (laughs) and and that's my
1: thing. That's what I'm thinking. Here's information. Like I said, I don't know if it's it now, but Mm -hmm. there's a good chance it'll be it. You want to get hip to this. You know what I'm saying? At least understand it because when it's time to tap in, you can tap in. Right now, I don't know. Like I said, I ain't telling nobody to buy no motherfucking apes. Oh. You feel me? I know, and I know, motherfucker. I got a homie that bought an ape and made, and it is worth motherfucker worth one hundred seventy-five k. You feel me? Who's That's a, cool for him. I still ain't bought a motherfucking ape. <laughs> <Is he laughs> hey, I'll, I'll,
4: I'll, I'll
1: DM you. What's Good luck. You know what's what's what I'm saying? And I wish you the best of luck. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> you
3: feel me? But Cash I, I,
5: in, I'm being Beautiful you this is, year, Mike. I, I, so funny. Goddamn, Laura
1: might be my favorite guest we've ever
3: had on the podcast. I hey bro
5: i'm mike yo, i told you
1: bro okay i told you this, oh. mike was mike was hella you know this motherfucker was you know, fucking wh- white knuckles. You know, <laughs> fucking p- pink knuckles, ready, hot. You know what I mean? We're telling them to scam. No, we're not. Here's information that you know. Gatekeeping is a the thing. We want to give you this information. Learn about it. You know right. what I'm saying? And then, and, and, and as we're learning, we want you to learn too. Learn, yes. it, it, so we'll all be prepared when it's time to take full advantage. Here's it might the, not be and, now. The, but, and here's you know. here's my perspective. Since you threw a pink knuckle joke in there,
3: okay. <laughs> <laughs> The 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 Dutch, if you uh, go on Wikipedia, Google, whatever, look up the Dutch tulip panic is like sure. one of the first recorded instances of a speculative asset bubble where everyone in I don't even know what country Dutch refers to. Is that the Netherlands? Sh- Netherlands. The Netherlands. <laughs> Thank you. Everyone in the Netherlands. Suddenly tulips were the thing. And suddenly, you know, the people making the, you know, the. Eight versions of the tulips Whatever I gotta have this dude's tulips Etc My folks were selling
1: land I read about that shit People they were, were selling, selling their a houses a To right. buy
3: more tulips Because yeah. they felt like There was And and this is the thing Where all this is so Sort of Up in the air They felt like there was utility People love the tulips They're beautiful There's an underlying value here That's gonna keep going up Obviously the shit Didn't keep going up <laughs> A lot of people Lost a lot of shit And so when you talk about Gatekeeping information And, and spreading information if you'd have just sat that one out for four years in the Netherlands in the 1630s, that worked out pretty well for you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, what there was what? not a smart what? way to go about getting into that. Now, the difference with this is technological. There's nothing new technology about flowers. And when we're talking about things becoming increasingly digital, that's not a question or an opinion of Lauren's. That's obviously the fucking fact of the world.
1: So, but that's where and shit changes much quicker. You sit out four years, you missed the boat, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it might have we- been a boat you wanted to miss.
3: Is my
5: but point? Think- maybe, but maybe not. It might not. It, you know, it might not have been the fucking tulips. You feel me? But no, and but the tech- even if it is the tulips, I think the difference is. And there's a hilarious tweet out there, which I, I, which I hate that I can't remember who 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 came up with it, but it was like we we weren't supposed to have access to this many people's thoughts. Right, mm-hmm. whatever it was, and it's like that's the difference, is that maybe I didn't hear about uh, tulips and stuff back then because I live too far away, that you know, blah, blah blah, but but right now I'm seeing all my homies apparently are talking about this. so so to me, I think because of that, I have to like talk about here's what it actually is. Here's what it could be. Here's a scammy part of it. here's all yeah. this. Do what you will and and, and I'm keep saying, hold back, <laughs> do your research. don't just just dive in because all this all this is so new still like i i we are still early until we missed it and so for me it's like because i think we're so interconnected and we're online people keep hearing about it and if they if they only hear about the oh wait, he flipped 100 and 200 oh right. then they're like well i should try it but if there's people like us who are like but eh, i think that's good and i do and, and i just
3: it. i just want to compliment you because i think the problem that there is a John's correct that there is an information vacuum. There are a lot of evangelists out there do, trying to profit from those stories, trying to get as many people in as possible by saying this bought for 100 and it sold for 2,000 the next day. On the other side of that, there's a lot of cynical people like me who are going, exposing people to certain forms of misinformation is not education, it's dangerous, et cetera. I, like, I want to keep this shit as far away from the people who trust me as possible. And in the middle there's like probably 15 people like you.
2: <laughs> oh, no, and we star. got
5: that motherfucker
1: on the, and we got her on a pie. You
5: feel that's what I'm saying it, like That's where it happened oh, That's where it happened overnight kind of because like I remember at one point I I I would pick on Twitter, and I'd be like, "Oh, hey, I'm learning my NFTs." It's like, "Oh, it's interesting." And then <laughs> one day, I got on Twitter, and I was like, "NFTs," and I got DMs from like people I know who were like, "This is a scam! I can't believe you of all people Or I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" I was like, "I'm just." So I would I would
3: DM the fuck out of you when
2: Bro. you said
5: that. <laughs> <joke>. <laughs> yeah, really interesting. Like people are like, I understand the the um, the anger and stuff because people do have for friends like Mike had friends who, who were scammed and stuff. And, and they really, I think, I think what surprises me is how passionately people are about a thing that is so new. The point I'm trying to make is that it's ev- ev- evolving so quickly that anything you hate about it, it's possibly already changed. And I, And I think that's what kind of keeps me trying to educate people. It's like, I don't want you guys to hate it and then miss out, hate it and hold out. It's fine. It's not perfect yet. It's it's, it's not even close to perfect yet. It's still evolving. It's still being, being built. Like even, I think even the fact that we still call them NFTs proves we're too early To, to me. And NFT is like axe jeeves. Nobody asking jeeves anything anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, Who the fuck, so fuck is real, jeeves? But, fuck that nigga. You know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, but it's like, it, it's that's my point. It really is. It's 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 too early to be all in or to be all out. I think. Yeah.
1: And you say, and you say too, which I thought was great in the write up. You were like, dude, like. If people say they know everything there isn't to be, be Uh, weary of that. Be very weary of those people. Nobody knows everything yet. We're all still figuring it out. Ain't no experts in the space. It's too early.
3: Uh, well, I think that was a full meal and a half of uh, good information to start uh, 2022. Um, I do encourage everyone, follow uh, at Michelle Hucks on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, cash G- app. app. And, uh, the cash app is conveniently the same amount. She does have a beautiful new dog that I'm sure uh, would love a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> sponsor us. <laughs> uh, definitely check out as well. If you're interested in in learning more, talking more uh, about this, uh, NFT is a starting point on LaurenSchneelAllen uh, a really good um, middle of the road, you know, acknowledging benefits and shut the fuck up, John. Uh, acknowledging loved, benefits I, I and i will be out arguing your ass because you know all these big ass um, words, all
1: this history, and I, I
4: <laughs> like, bro,
3: you could. Glo- Why do you gloat after the interviews over? Okay. Thank you, Lauren, for joining us. Thank
5: you
4: for having me, guys. <laughs> really I appreciate awesome. you, Lauren. <laughs> Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well.
3: With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects. Easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, we had some painting done. We we're able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rage through Angie and pick someone we were really happy with. It was super easy to use the app. Super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait.
4: Your one stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes for multiple pros in just a few taps, or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie gets the difficulties that come with home projects. Why not make it as simple as possible to tackle that project? Turn to Angie with confidence, even for major renovations or emergency repairs. Get started at Angie.com. That's
3: A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today.
2: Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's dot acom slash iHeart.
3: The NFL playoffs are almost here. And to help you stay on top of the action, FanDuel Sportsbook is giving you a $10 bonus when you place $20 in same-game parlay bets. Bet on a single game or spread your bets out across multiple matchups. It's up to you. As long as you bet 20 bucks in same game parlays during the same week of NFL action, you're getting a $10 bonus big Monday night football game coming up with the Steelers hosting the Browns. Ben Roethlisberger has said, this is probably going to be his last game in Pittsburgh. So I think that's going to be a big emotional night. And to me, that means I'm going with the Steelers. I'm going with the Steelers money line, and I'm going with all of the overs on big Ben props, because I think they're going to do everything they can with their record to just make that a special night for Steeler fans and Ben Roethlisberger. But same game parlays are not the only reason I love betting with FanDuel Sportsbook. They've got fast payouts, it's easy to use, it's safe and secure, and it's America's number one sportsbook. So lock in some winners today and enjoy a $10 bonus on FanDuel. New to FanDuel Sportsbook, sign up today with promo code J&J to also receive a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code J&J, that's j ampersand j so they know I sent you exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max bonus $10. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. All right. Our thanks again to Lauren for joining us uh, for a great conversation. Um, and uh, we are we're xing everything else out on the topics because uh, we that was a, that was a good long interview.
1: <laughs> I just I'm not gonna gloat. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna gloat at all. <laughs> but I like I, I I as as I stated, I don't know if this is gonna make the interview part. I think it's gonna cut. But like, I'm not gonna bring no weirdos on the fucking pod. I am truly the lamest of all of my friends, including you. So know if I bring somebody to the motherfucking pod, it's going to be a real one. You know what I'm saying? And all I was trying to do was like, here's information, good and bad. Mike, you tell your part, all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? And and let's give them all the information so people can make their own decisions. I do understand where you're coming from. I'm not bringing no fucking NFT evangelists. I'm not saying, hey... Bring the motherfucker who said NFT literature is the biggest thing in the world this year. Fuck that nigga. And I do not condone none of the shit he's ever done, ever in his life, good or bad, because fuck him all the way. You feel what I'm saying? (laughs) You know, I'm going to bring him you know what I'm saying? So like, dog, I, I understand your apprehension Completely. My, appra- I, w- I, mean? I would
3: add, by the way, and I, I know you're taking a victory lap because Lauren was awesome. But I would add that my apprehension remains, and I would basically guarantee that at least one real person out there will end up losing money over having listened to this interview, gotten interested in the shit. And throwing their money where they shouldn't be
1: throwing their money. That could happen in stocks as well. That could happen. But we're not in a lot having of people things.
3: on to tell people about stocks. No, that's I'm my, saying, that's no, my but, point. but, yeah, that's but my are, point.
1: are we not going to have people on to talk about stocks if that's an important way for people to, you know, if it's important things happen that they could benefit from? You know what I mean? I feel like for I think I think we have different ways of thinking. I think it's, this is one of the we agree on most things. You know, what I'm saying. I, think I believe is of, this
3: is literally the first subject
1: matter disagreement. I mean, no, with, uh, all, no, with all uh, yeah. due
3: respect to peanut butter and jelly and squirrels, this is the first time we've actually disagreed about some shit in the group chat.
1: Yeah, I, I, I feel <laughs> like, but this is just from my aspect. Like, this this hot, like, you you talk about, you know what I'm saying, you being a dude who stayed in your city, you know what I'm saying, and, and you know, grew, bu- built your life around the people you grew up with, Right. I literally couldn't do that if I wanted to do the shit I wanted to do, right? I had to take some risk and all that shit to be able to do what the fuck I wanted to do. I couldn't build what you built in St. Louis or what I built in St. Louis. The opportunity just wasn't there. So I had to take some risk. And so, like, I'm not as risk-averse, I don't think. Um, even I'm running right a t-
3: nonprofit journalism outlet that I started because I got laid off. I'm not I'm not risk-averse. <laughs> I, 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 I feel what
1: you're saying. But, like, you know, I've, I've had to maybe take risks that you might not have taken. or whatever. I think it just highlights... Some of our differences, as far as things, and things, you think like, hey, let's hold out telling this information because people can invest and fuck they shit up. I'm like, hey, let's give them information and let them make their own decisions because I feel like not misinformation, the full story. Make their own decisions. I don't think. I mean, and I, I, I don't. I honestly don't have friends that can that can invest 17k on, into a motherfucking one monkey or no, something. That's one I'm, talking, or some I'm shit. talking about. My friends who who lost their stimulus check, which
3: if they threw it at S and P tracker, would be worth three times what it was when they got it and that's underwritten you know what i mean like in a very different way and and unlike the nft shit if they lost it the whole tax code is written around people investing in wall street it'd be a tax write-off for the next 10 years right like that's what i'm that's what i'm saying and you my friends are dumber than your friends I mean, I, I you know what I'm saying, bro. I don't don't. <laughs> I'm just like I got some friends. Hey, no, I the got that I, I, I just, talk about. I listen. About, I'm saying, <laughs> you know but, what like, saying? No, but I'm just no. saying, like, I, like I've got I've got friends who are like very intelligent, creative people. But I also have a lot of people who listen to me and who listen to the pod and stuff that they see. Oh, they're talking about NFTs. Like, I've been seeing all this shit about NFTs. I bet you know what I mean. Like, and that's have, those are those are the those are the people I worry about. And I do think about it. I would say the difference to me is. I think about it more so from the perspective of a journalist. Mm -hmm. And I've been covering these school board meetings for the last two years. It's a lot of people who come and say crazy bullshit at the school board meetings. I don't write about that because I don't think it's responsible to spread uh, misinformation or spread bad information. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with you. Lauren's not on here doing that. And I thought that was a great informative conversation. But that's where I'm coming from is... We already know everything that everyone thinks about everything. We don't have to highlight stuff that's going to make people go broke. That's my personal philosophy. Like
1: I I knew, I knew very little about NFTs. I knew very little about the technology. You know what I'm saying? And I think that technology will be used and the concept will be used in the future. And totally, that's why totally I'm like, agree. let's tap in with that shit. You know what I mean? To understand it. Like I, like I said, I, like yes, people knowing about NFTs and digital art, they may invest and lose money. I'm telling you, don't do that shit right now. If you're still listening, this late in the motherfucking pod You know what I mean? I don't think, you know, I, I I I'm personally not going to do that. You know what I mean? But look the space That's
3: what Instagram is built on, though. We talked about the ape shit. We've mentioned it seven times. And now we're, you know what I'm saying? Like whether we wanna have that inflate the value of it or not, audience is value. Attention is value. Like that, and that's where it's I agree with you it's an essential conversation. I came away from that interview I feel like a lot smarter and more informed because of how good of a guest Lauren was. But I genuinely don't know how you pass that information on about subjects like this in a way that does not have a massive risk for hurting people. Because that's it. and that, that's just that's just the world that we're that's the world we're at. like that's literally how misinformation is spread. And I apologize about the anti-vax comment. I was not suggesting you were anti-vax. <laughs> <laughs> but the but the comment call me anti-vax, y'all. I did not call you anti-vax. <laughs> I want to be very clear, I did not call John anti-vax. Compare
1: what, me to an anti-vax. What I was, like, you know was saying was
3: what I was saying was the philosophy of Let's put all the information out there and let people make their own decision is whether we like it or not. That this is isn't a that life is, or no, 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 death listen.
1: situation, Mike. Hey,
3: man, as someone who grew up broke as fuck, I'm sorry. It is a life or death situation. And it might be a life or death situation for dumb people being irresponsible with their money. But that's my family. That's the house I grew up in. So that's very real to me. You know what I mean? And so all I'm saying is whether we like it or not, and I'm not associating with those people, the let's put the information out there And let them make their decision A lot of really bad people Have used that as justification for doing shit But you're
1: shit. also talking we're, we're not We're like dude We're not Joe Rogan You know what I'm saying We're not having people on That we know Are on some fuck shit Like she said She's not an NFT evangelist and I'm, now I'm not, not you know I'm not saying? saying anything about I, I, Lauren I, 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 I know you not saying yes, anything about her absolutely. I know you're not saying anything yes. about her You know what I'm saying I'm just saying We're not doing that What we are doing is Hey This is interesting we don't know what it is. This is what information we have. You know, just, just you know, here's some information. Do your own research, see what happens. This is, you know what I'm saying? And and, and just watch this. That's all. That's all I was coming from. I think the metaverse and NFTs are more important than I initially thought they were. I was like, fuck all this weird shit. You and know you thought
3: what I'm it, it would have passed by
1: now. The second right. wave
3: is hitting, and you're like,
1: oh, okay. I and I started already looking known at Bitcoin and right. like shit like that. And you're saying like 40% of people. Um, 40% like, uh, of Bitcoin a, a, a is owned people, by a thousand people. A, a thousand people, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's and worse like, than the Fed. You, you know what I'm me? saying? <laughs> you feel me? And so I'm like, yo, right. let's hip ourselves to these things. And I think, I see like a lot of other, you know, digital, you know, what, currency, like Bitcoin and other weird-ass <laughs> shit, you know what I mean? Let's not, like, it, it does get scammy. Let's talk, we talked about that as well. But like, here is the stuff that we find interesting about it. And a lot of it wasn't the digital you know, a uh, uh, art. It was just a tech behind it and a thought behind it, yeah, and that's whole, what I think it's important.
3: The whole interview is basically
1: like fuck all the art that people. are. You feel me? That's the, <laughs> she said. She says she thinks that's the least interesting part of it.
4: You know, right. I mean, fuck them damn monkeys. Yeah. Fuck, <laughs> fuck them damn
1: gorillas. Yeah. The mice. Oh man, I gotta go, y'all. All right, handshake emoji, uh, John. I'll call you later, bro. Uh, I love y'all, man. Right, I love y'all, love y'all bro. Y'all. I I hear you Mike I love you But you
3: know what I'm saying We will be uh, We'll be back uh, In the middle of the week For another episode Of Jenkins and Jones Bye.
4: Bye Bye